What's up, butt plugs, and welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we take a break and go watch it and eat some snacks. I'm Mantis, and if Susie was selling seashells down by my seashore, I'd curb stomp that little bitch. And I'm Brianna, and I could give a fucking care less about Susie and her seashells. And today, we'll be reviewing Jungle Land. Jungle Land is a drama written by the director of the film, Max Winkler, Theodore Bressman, and David Branson Smith. It stars Jack O'Connell and Charlie Hoonan as not Jack's teller. Before we go watch, just like every week, Brianna and I are going to give you our expectations for the movie, discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet, and of course, start off with a few headlines from this week and talk about this show's premiere segment, Trailatow. Beep, beep, beep. Can I say something? Can I say? No. Will you say? You tell them what to do. Via SMS. Tell them. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Find us on okay, social Beach. media. Okay, that's okay, Beach. That's good. That's good. Okay, good. I just want to remind everyone via SMS to share the show. Okay, Marjo, thanks. Appreciate it. Um, Brianna, let's get into the show. Headlines. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Um, so, headlines. So, yeah, it's it's now called headlines because it was called movie news the last eighteen episodes, but now it's called headlines because Brianna said that last week and and I liked it. So take it away, Brianna. You like something I did? Yeah, I liked it. You pulled it out of your hat and I enjoyed it. So it's called headlines now. Well, as you know, there's a new Suicide Squad movie coming out. Brianna didn't know that for a long time. She thought it was the same movie just being re-released. But there's a new Suicide Squad coming out, and it's basically the same cast without Will Smith and an addition of some interesting new people. One person, though, that has just been added is Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that's weird. He'll be playing Rocky. No. I don't know if I like that at all. That sounds kind of terrible, to be completely honest with they you. Haven't, um, they haven't officially announced what he'll be playing. There's a rumor that he'll be playing the shark. But I guess someone's already doing that. But he might be doing the voice, which could get very interesting. Okay. <laughs> but that just came out the other day on the headlines. Yes, okay. Another big headline for Brianna. These were all basically just about me. Um, okay. Another big one is HBO Max is coming to Fire TV devices. So if you have a Fire TV like me, you'll be getting HBO Max November 17th, which is tomorrow, according to our recording. But it'll be Tuesday, November 17th that you can get HBO Max on your Fire TV. Don't forget to mention that Brianna bought a new TV only like a month or so ago, not knowing that she couldn't get HBO Max on it. And was pretty frustrated when she found out that that was a thing. Um, and another big headline that Brianna has about herself is she really wants to see Freaky, the movie with uh, Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton, where they switch bodies, kind of like the hot chick, but they murder people. Oh no, girl! What? Ooh, what is you doing? That movie looks terrible. I don't know. I kind of want to see it. And so far, I haven't read too many negative things about it, which means. Which means, like, I'll, I'll I'll hit it, no prob. When, when did it come out? Did it come out already? Yeah, it was released in theaters last week, and um, it's doing pretty good for a theater release, considering people are supposed to not be outside. <laughs> <laughs> you can't buy it online? 
I didn't look that far into it. I don't know if it's like a an on demand or you know available mm-hmm. to stream. I bet it's on like the the winky face part of the internet, but I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. What did you have for headlines? I had a few headlines. Uh, first of all, our girl Maria Bakalava has signed with an acting agency. She signed with the CAA. Ooh. Yeah, hopefully we get to see her in more things. Obviously, she was the breakout star of Borat 2, which we watched on this podcast a couple episodes ago. And she was a delight in that movie. So very funny. So I hope she shows up in more comedic endeavors, more more movies. I like her. A look, a look. So there's that. Very cool. Very fun. And also, uh, I didn't. Disney's in the pooper. So I didn't, uh, I had never had any idea how much their parks actually meant to them, but they have lost $700 million this year. Oh yeah. You didn't know that? Well, I mean, I know that you knew they make a lot of money, but I I didn't know the exact number of, uh, the, the, they, they just came out with their fourth quarter reports and it's, it's, it's pretty terrible, but the fact that their parks are still hemorrhaging money and they're not able to stay afloat i guess like you know obviously no theater uh revenue also doesn't help but like the parks have been i guess killing them and i had i had no ideas but at the end of the day kind of fuck disney so whatever but i do like the mandalorian shout out mandalorian i'm pretty sure the parks are like their main source of revenue yeah they are I, i i was i forgot that or i didn't have any idea you have to think about it like people travel from all over the world to go to orlando florida yeah and it's not because orlando is great it's because disney's there yeah you're right i wonder if the the so the economy of orlando has definitely taken a hit i'd like to see the numbers from from this year to last year i just know that they intended disney world to be a worldwide travel destination and disneyland is only really meant for like people on the west coast obviously people do travel to the disneyland in california from other parts of the world but they were really meant to go to disney world right right right, right. and especially with like no international travel like they're really just deep in that shitter with no sense of coming back out uh at the end of the day though i got no time to cry for the multi-billion dollar corporation that is the walt disney world inc so, fuck them. Uh, Brianna, first images came out for Bob Odenkirk's new action movie, Nobody, which is written by the guy who wrote the John Wick movies. Christopher Lloyd's also in it. It looks, it looks, it looks pretty good. Um, I saw Bob Odenkirk and he looked all gruffed up and, and angry and it was, uh, yeah, there was just like three stills that I saw, but it, it looked really good. Do you like Bob Odenkirk? I love him in Better Call Saul and obviously Breaking Bad. Um. Uh, Mr. Show. Um, yeah, I liked him in Breaking Bad. I started Better Call Saul like when it first came out on TV, and it's not because I didn't like it that I didn't go back to it. I honestly just forgot about it, and I think I like had stopped watching the episodes because I wanted more to come out, and now I just haven't gone back. So, my bad. <sighs> you bitch. Well, <clears throat> that's all I got. So let's leave headlines in the past and head on over to Trailer Talk. Beep, beep. Hey, man, you, you want to come over here and talk about some trailers? Trailer Talk is the part of the show where we talk about some trailers that we watched this week. Uh, for this week, Breach and Super Intelligence. Brianna, you start off with Breach. What did you think about it? Bruce Bruce Willis. On the cusp of fatherhood, a, a junior mechanic aboard an interstellar ark to New Earth must outwit a mon- 
malevolent cosmic terror intent on using the spaceship as a weapon. It's like alien on crack. I want to point out that my part of trailer talk, like my contribution other than, you know, just babbling about them is that I only watch the trailers and I don't really like research into them and click into anything further. I just watch it and then I give you what I think is the movie's about. So that's why sometimes it sounds like really fucking weird when I talk about them. And, uh, but I'm also just pretty weird. So that's kind of where, what happens, but breach. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm really high. <laughs> so sometimes that's why I sound like I do. Breach stars Bruce Willis <laughs> in space and he is not trying to save the world. I think it's already over. It also has Rachel Nichols and Thomas Jane. And I basically just thought about it as like zombies in outer space. There's a lot of black goo. Bullets don't work on the zombies, but they do try this blue fire shooting gun thing, and that seems to maybe kill the the black goo bearing zombie things. Um, it looks pretty bad. I don't really know what Bruce Willis has been doing the past ten years, where he's just picking like the fucking stupidest movies to be in, or if is like a joke, or like that's all he's being offered. Probably that's the case but you know i just don't know <laughs> um but it's pretty low on my like i need to see it list <laughs> yeah it looked really terrible it looked super cheesy it looked like alien on crack it because i had just i've just seen alien so i can say that now uh but it, it was really super bad uh looking and i don't know what's going on with bruce willis who was like a like an action hero when i was a kid which was only like 15 years ago so I, I feel like his fall from grace has been pretty hectic then again maybe that's what happens to action stars we'll see what happens to the rock hopefully that doesn't happen to him rock forever rock till i die second movie was super intelligence starring melissa mccarthy who is looking kind of th looking kind of thick brianna what do you think of super intelligence I don't think she's looking kind of thick. I just think that she looks like a, a nice shape. She looks comfortable. She looks healthy. She's got a good shape to her. Yeah. I want to be Melissa McCarthy shaped. But I kind of just look like Violet after she eats the blueberry pie. Um, <laughs> so Super Intelligence stars Melissa McCarthy, James Corden, Bobby Can Cannavale fail uh and basically james corden plays this alexa device that's voiced by him it's i don't know if alexa is copyrighted but he plays this kind of all-seeing eye from the the technology world where he's just in everyone's house and he can see what you're doing and he basically is tasked to observe a human and see if humanity is even worth saving or the earth should just be destroyed and in my case i don't think you need to observe humans i think that it should be destroyed but <laughs> that's neither Same. here nor there uh movie looks pretty bad sorry melissa mccarthy i think that you should probably just quietly start producing movies with your husband and not star in them yeah hbo max movie right well starting tomorrow i'll be able to watch it on my fire tv Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that note, we will take ourselves out of Trailer Talk. Hey, man, I really appreciate 
you taking the time to speak to me about some trailers. Let's head in. Let's head into the spoiler-free zone. Spoiler-free zone. Spoiler-free zone. The spoiler-free zone. Where we are going to take some time to explain to you what movie we're going to be watching tonight. Some things, some tidbits, some tadbits that we learned while whilst perusing the interwebs. And uh, then we're going to give you the ratings for the film and our expectations. We are then going to get a little high, watch the movie, come back, give you a rating, our hot takes, our knee-jerk reactions, our feelings. Just balls to the walls emotions. Just balls to the walls emotions, but still no spoilers in there. And then after that point, we'll take you into the spoiler zone, but I'll give you a fair warning, all right? So you're in the spoiler-free zone until I say so. Brianna, Jungle Land, premiered at the Toronto Film Festival in 2019. Shooting began in 2018 in the Greater Fall River, New Bedford, Massachusetts area. I've never heard anyone call it that before. I've never heard anyone call it the, the Greater Greater Fall River area, but okay, gross. Uh, it was also shot in Buffalo, New York, Gary, Indiana, Reno, Nevada, and San Francisco, California. Uh, Gary, Indiana's... I like Gary, Indiana, and Lake Michigan's pretty cool, but it's like a pretty gross city. Uh, it's, it's pretty run down and stuff like that. Buffalo's also really gross, too. But you get. Some I think there's weird. a theme of just like really gross places. Yeah, that yeah that makes sense because Fall River is disgusting. I, uh, we're from Massachusetts. Shout out Massachusetts. Shout out Boston. Sorry, Don't, Fall River. Sorry, sorry, Fall River. New New Bedford kid. Uh, I'm not going to New Bedford anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? Um, mostly just because there's no good food down there. It's a food desert. Oh wait! Whoa! Ooh. Whoa! 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 No, 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 no. We're not getting into it. We're not getting into it. Uh, hit us up in the comments if you if you can if you know about any good food in, in Fall River. Maybe Brown maybe Brown, I'll let you talk about it a little bit at the end. You can you can chastise me for it. This movie is directed by Max Winkler, as I said earlier, who is Henry Winkler's son. Believe it or not, the Fonz. He directed a few movies, one starring Uma Thurman, called Ceremony, and he has even directed a couple episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, the way this movie came about, in a way, is that Jake Johnson, the guy from New Girls, pitched him an idea about two brothers who didn't know how to say they loved each other, and that was kind of just the premise they were riffing off of. It was going to be like a play at one point, and then Jake Johnson kind of felt distanced from it and didn't want to do it anymore, and so they recasted, and Henry Winkler met David Branson Smith who is from New York and knows the New England area pretty well, I guess. And he got a lot of the, but Henry Winkler got a lot of the inspiration from the film and uh, where they would, where they would take, where it would take place and what kind of community that it would be set in from David Branson Smith. Oh, I didn't know Henry Winkler was in this movie. Oh, I meant, uh, yeah, uh, I meant, I meant Max Winkler. Max Winkler, what a, what a uninspiring name. Yeah. What a uninspiring (laughs) name, Max Winkler. Uh, Theodore Bressman, who is the other writer for this film, was an assistant to Evan Goldberg on three movies, which I thought was very interesting. And then, and then he's a writer now on a, on on this movie we're about to watch, which which looks a little emotional. We'll we'll see though. It, it three writers on a on like a drama is a is a bit much. Uh, at the time of recording, it has a six point three out of ten on IMDb. Uh, based on 773 reviews. It has a 71% score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 39 reviews. And it has no audience score yet available, Brianna, because not enough people have seen it. It only came out a few days ago 
It is in theaters and it is now on uh, demand, I guess, if you want to call it. No Metacritic score either, but as always, we at Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags do not support Metacritic in their feverish ways. Big Metacritic is what we call it around here. (laughs) Brianna, while I was reading and researching this movie, I kept seeing a lot of mentionings of of Mice and Men. And yeah, and I I got (laughs) nervous because is one of these guys going to have silly Billy strength? I don't know if anyone else understands that, but... uh... So we wear the fucking popcorn bags. Me and Brianna do do not say the R word. We do not say the R word. I'll say it once. Retard. We don't say retard. Oop, I said it twice. We say <laughs> we say silly Billy. It rhymes with B-tar. <laughs> <laughs> it's less offensive. So uh, I'm I'm worried there's going to be some kind of like silly Billy moment. Like Mice and I'm Men was just based around the, the silly Billy brother. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, maybe there's going to be some, is he going to have to kill his brother at the end? I don't know. Um, I'm not the most, not the most excited for this movie. I'd say that I'm, I'm about a six out of 10. I like Charlie Hoonan. I like Jack O'Connell. Uh, Why do Max- you say his name like that? You make it sound like some sort of like Chinese cuisine. <laughs> oh, I say Charlie Hoonan, right? It's Charlie Hunnan. Because Char- I've always seen it and it just sounds like Hoonan to me. <laughs> so, I would say Hunnam. Ch- fine. Charlie Hunnam. Is it Hunnam or Hunnan? Hunnam. Hunnam. It ends with an M. Well, uh, yeah. So I like Jax Teller. That's why I just call him Jax Teller. I like Jax Teller. Uh from sons of anarchy and i like jack o'connell in the the undisputed movie i saw him in he's in other things too he's in like a lot of things brianna's probably seen him in more movies than i have uh but i'm I'm pretty lukewarm going into this thing so we'll, we'll see what happens it, i hope it's not like a knockoff the fighter because that was an amazing movie i loved that movie with mark Wahlberg and christian bale as dickie yeah, but they already have like two different plots like that was yeah a movie about two brothers and one of them's a boxer but did you find anything while lazily scanning the internet well you know if anyone knows how to lazily scan the internet it's definitely me uh, <laughs> it's, it's brianna <laughs> it's me so i just read that there wasn't too much about it because it did just come out and it's a um, pretty predominantly based like theater movie so unless you're going to the theater you're trying to steal it or you're really interested in it and you rented it like where i'm gonna do you probably don't know too much about it anyway to share on the internet i just read that charlie hunnam um in an interview with gq was asked like oh we heard about that movie or we thought you'd be the boxer and he was like well no like now that i'm a 40 year old man i decided to play like the manager kind of role of it and he just said that it just felt natural for him as a 40 year old man to play the manager and that his probably days of playing younger characters that are gonna get into like these big like fights is over and i was kind of like oh that's sad but also how touching that he realized Unlike a lot of people in Hollywood, aka Sylvester Stallone, that <laughs> you need to start playing roles that are meant for people your age. Yeah, that's actually a great point. It's a great transformation. You can't play the the dot, you know, the the kid looking to get a shot, the angry young buck your whole life, and it's it's a it's a good pro- progression for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good point, Brianna. Solid solid point, Bree. Do me a favor, Brianna, and. Hit me with that synopsis before I take us out. 
Two brothers try to escape their circumstances by traveling across the country for a no-holds-barred boxing match that becomes a fight for their life. Jungle Land. <laughs> Jungle Land. Brianna, what are your expectations while I pack up my bong here? Mm, I'd say I'm right there with you. I'm probably like a 7 out of 10 excited for this. Um, I really do like Jack O'Connell and Charlie Hunnam, so that's kind of adding. Like, that's where I bumped it up to a 7, because I was like, okay. I'm ready for this. But I'm also, you know, I was ready for On the Rocks. I was eager for On the Rocks, and that fucking let me down. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to probably just eat my emotions while we watch the movie, and we'll see where it goes. Let's get to it. Grab your snacks, everybody. Um, I have my bong all packed up. If you'd like to do the same, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke them if you got them, motherfuckers. Okay. And we are out in three, two, one. Then we're back. <laughs> that movie also sucked. Two suckerinos in a row. Last week sucked, and then this week sucked. I can't believe it. I can't believe we picked two bad movies in a row. This movie was a, a bad take on the homelessness epidemic in America, and also a bad take on human trafficking in America. It was two bad takes in one movie. I just, uh... Not great at all. It had a bad B story. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously going to pick the voices apart a little bit, right? We're from, we're from Boston. We're from the Massachusetts area. So uh, I think that we might have an authority on the, the Northeastern accents a little bit. Not awful. Jacko's, Jack O'Connell's was pretty good. I, I, uh, he didn't slip in and out of it. And he seemed he sounded like somebody from Fall River. He seemed pretty consistent throughout the whole movie. Charlie Hunnam. Uh, Char- <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Hunnam. I don't know if he thought he'd butcher it, so he didn't even want to try it. But I read a fucking article that said that they worked on their New England accents really hard. And then they, uh, Max Winkler even gave some dead actor, some some dead voice actor coach lady props and said like, oh, she really helped them grow their accents. And, and that's why it's so strong in the movie. But there was only one fucking Boston accent or New England accent in this movie. And it was from Jack O'Connell. Uh, did Charlie Hunnam, Charlie, I keep saying it, I can't, uh, <laughs> Charlie Hunnam, he did say dishwashes at one point. He was like, dishwasher. And I was like, okay, that's. The but thing. like, the guy, the main, this isn't a super spoiler, the main like bad guy when they were in Massachusetts, his name was Pepper. And that's a, that's a shoe in for like Peppa. Yeah. You could definitely call him that. And like, no one did. I didn't know Peppa. <laughs> Yeah, and just a just a reminder, we're still in the spoiler free zone. We're going to just give our quick reactions and takes on the movie and then we're going to get into spoilers and tear it apart, but uh not not <laughs> <laughs> but I'll give you another warning. Yeah, uh Brianna just um there was a I just didn't like the movie. The the writing was really bad. I said it in the beginning. I was like, "Eh, there's three people that have that have writing credits on this dramatic movie." That's not a great uh, indicator at all and there was a one there was one piece of dialogue the dialogue was just trash there was one piece of dialogue in this movie though where he goes uh she go uh, the, the girl there's a girl and she says you don't look like a boxer 
And he's like, why? Because I'm not like... I'm not a big ogre. Yeah, that's such a weird, nerdy, nerd stereotype. Like, what the fuck is that? That's like three nerd writers sitting in a room going like, oh yeah, boxers are just like ogres, bro. Like, let's write that line. That's good. Um, yeah, no. The the dialogue was bad. Like, I don't consider myself like a huge, like, movie nerd, like, outside of... I like movies and I don't like movies, but I don't really know, like, the inner workings of everything quite like you do. So as, like, a pretty beginner-level movie-goer, I could tell that movie was bad. And, like, it was just shot bad, the dialogue was bad, the music sucked. The music not, was like, awful. Was, oh, gosh. It was just, like, it's not, at one point in the movie, I literally was like, what? Well, who made this movie? It was like, was it shot on an iPhone? Like, I just don't, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the best part was like the directing. Like that was the, and it's not saying much, but that was like the best. It was pretty good. It was, it was like Max Winkler didn't do an awful job at the directing, but just like the, the way the scenes worked just were, were so weird and janky. The writing was all over the place in, in ter- the dialogue, right? But like in terms of, the structure, the B story was terrible. There was like no timeline. You had no idea. It was only supposed to take a week, and it was like, where, where are we? Like, yeah. how long is this? Why, why are we going so fast or slow? And what day is it? You have to be very deliberate. Uh, it's a deliberate. You have to be very deliberate <laughs> when you do a cross country movie or a movie that's set across the country. Uh, and and this was just so janky janky as fuck mm. dog I, and honestly i just want to get right into spoilers and start tearing this motherfucker apart what, what about you brianna uh, yeah there's really nothing else that we need to say that is not a spoiler at this point yeah let's just uh let's dig in yeah, how many popcorn bags are you giving it I would give it a respectable five. Oh wow! Okay, out of fifty popcorn bags. <laughs> okay, uh, I went a little high, I guess. Then I went nineteen out of fifty popcorn nope. bags. Yeah, nineteen out of fifty popcorn bags. There was a couple of cool parts that I'll explain in the spoiler zone, but other than that, I am not recommending this movie. For the record, <laughs> you do not have to see this movie. You do not have to pause right now and go watch this movie, and then come back and listen. You can just listen to the spoilers. This movie was garbage, and I'm about to poop all over this motherfucker. Brianna, would you recommend it? No, and I'm, like, really upset because I thought, like, we were getting in on it, and we were like, oh, my gosh, we're, like, some of the first people to see this movie. I can't wait to share it with all my friend, and, like, it just... (laughs) uh, I wanted to, like, shout it from the rooftops, like, go see Jungle Land, but now... Sh- my shouting is gonna be like sobbing and it's gonna say don't see jungle land it's awful <laughs> yeah. just watch the fighter again yeah and um could have done without the bruce springsteen at the end uh but what can you do all right so that is the end of the spoiler free zone and we are now entering the spoilers Spoilers alert. Spoiler zone, obviously, by the name of the segment. Obviously, there's going to be some spoilers in here. We're going to give our favorite parts. We're going to give our least favorite parts. And 
We're just going to, in this case, probably shit all over the movie. Brianna, what was your favorite part or parts of this movie? Honestly, not much. Um, <laughs> there was a pretty cool dog. His name was Ash. He was a Whipple. And then... And then he got sold. And then he got sold. They were trafficking humans and dogs. Yeah. They were homeless at one point and had to sell the dog for bus fare, so sick. They were homeless the whole time, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were actually homeless the whole time. They were just... They lived in... They were squatting. They were squatting at one point, and then they broke into a school at one point. Which would also be squatting. Yes. <laughs> they, they were squatting wherever they went, but yeah, there was a dog. He was cute. Sold the dog, and then I was... Yeah. That was my only favorite part. What was uh what were your favorite parts? I know you had some. I did have it was pretty much one favorite part. Um made me smile, mm-hmm. made me happy. There's a point in time um so just to just to set up the scene a little bit. Charlie Hunnam, <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> Charlie Hunnam and Jack O'Connell are going across the country to fight in a bare knuckle boxing tournament. That was set up by this guy, Peppa, a bookie, who Charlie Hunnam owes money to. They end up having to traffic this girl, a pregnant girl, that we find out after she has sex with Jack O'Connell. Uh, they have to traffic her to this creepy old perverted man that impregnated her. And Charlie Hunnam is being held captive by this man because he wants this girl back, but she ran away. And uh, Jack O'Connell goes to find him. And get his brother back and he walks in and he he shoots like all these like pedophiles and sex traffickers and then he like he shoots the the old creepy he's like this creepy texan and he's like oh i need my i need my mama back and then he shoots i don't remember him having an accent like that but okay <laughs> he, he shot he, he gets shot in the leg and then like in the neck at one point so he dies uh i thought that was pretty cool i'm pretty pumped i could have used a lot more gun violence in this movie I think that my favorite part of this movie was probably the violence. There was another cool scene where he fights these guys two-on-one. Um, him being the one, Jack O'Connell. And he wins. And the violence was definitely the best part of this movie. They honestly put a should have just kind of kept it, kept it simple and done more violence. Because it, I really would have liked it a lot, even, without the, even with the crappy structure and without the good dialogue. But nope, you only get like two violent moments. They're pretty sweet, and that's why I gave it a 19 probably. Um, but yeah, that was, that's really it for my favorite parts. What about your least favorite parts, Brianna? Well, I don't really condone violence. I do. But I got, I almost got a little violent when they sold the dog. But other than that, (laughs) I was, you know. Yeah. Uh, least favorite parts were the, again, the whole movie really Mm -hmm. wasn't my favorite part. Mm -hmm. Um, least favorite parts specifically though, were definitely when you find out that the, like the weird, creepy pedo Stan Lee impregnated the girl the main girl sky who you find out isn't like a child but she's definitely like not an adult but she's legally an adult but she doesn't look like an adult there's a lot of like clouded mystery behind that whatever that was cringy another part was when charlie hunnam gets stabbed in the leg you hear like this pop like when you break a good hot dog open and it like snaps, there was like this weird pop and it was like, Bleh. Ooh, that was... <laughs> and his and his fucking like femoral artery, he should have bled out. Um, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but you know they use duct tape, and I hear duct tape's pretty good for sealing wounds. 
I've used some duct tape in my day. No silly Billy references in this, by the way. No mice and men doings. Yeah, no. Um, I don't really know wh- where you got that information. There was no. Max Winkler himself said that there was. Uh, this was. He liked. He peppered in some mice and men in this. Um, Charlie Hunnam doesn't. I don't know who is supposed to be Lenny in this movie. Uh, I guess you could say Jack O'Connell because he's like technically the one that is fighting people but there's i don't really get that reference i don't know if max winkler ever read of mice and men or his dad just paid him like to get through high school and college (laughs) uh i don't know what henry winkler did to his son that he's so fucked up but what were we talking about least favorite parts yeah yeah least favorite parts (laughs) um there was another part when they have this fucking ugly ass yellow land rover and charlie hunnam's like this is fucking sick this is a sick ride and i'm like okay yeah i get it you didn't grow up with anything but it's a dank ass color and it's not fun at all so they're driving the land rover and fucking they let the broad drive and she smashes into someone else and they have to take it to like this repair shop and you're not really sure where they are until you find out they're in indiana because that's how the movie is you don't really know where they are until you see a sign and you have to put it together yourself Mm -hmm. So they're in Indiana, and they're supposed to pay for the repairs, and it's $1,400, and Charlie Hunnam, being such a good businessman, he's like, well, when we're getting to where we're going, I'll send you a check for the money, and I'll add, like, $300 on for it for your troubles. And the guy's like, fuck no, that's an awful deal. And Charlie Hunnam's like, well, okay, hmm, let's let's see. And he's like, how about uh, there's a failed attempt at trying to get money from the girl's parent? And like that goes horribly wrong, but that whole scene, that whole scene's cringy too. Once I get in there, so they go back to the repair shop, and Charlie Hunnam's like, "Well, I'm gonna have my brother fight one of you, and like, this is how we'll settle this." And then somehow Jack O'Connell ends up fighting two people in a parking lot, and it's just like that was it. And then when you see what happens, and you see how they fix the car, they literally just got duct tape. And, like, duct taped the light back on the front of it. And it was like, what the hell? So that guy just knocked out two people in a parking lot for some duct tape? They had money. Why didn't they just buy their own duct tape at, like, the store and then duct tape it all back together? It didn't make sense. Like, in Crossroads, when Britney Spears and her friends need money because their car breaks down and they have a cracked radiator, they take their teenage-ass selves to a karaoke bar and they sing a song and they do some naughty little dances and they get money and they end up paying for the car where was britney spears and her friends to sing a little a little i love rock and roll it's just there was no creativity it was like oh well my my kid will fight you for you know some duct tape that makes sense that's all yeah that pretty much leads into my least favorite parts which is essentially (laughs) just the writing in in it in itself like there was just there was no there was no reason for anything to happen. It wasn't tight at all. A lot of useless dialogue. A lot of like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. Not very creative in that aspect. Uh, you'd think when you're writing a dramatic movie that you'd want to kind of be on point with the with the with the writing in in the dialogue, but it it really seemed to go by the wayside because you're not writing just an action movie. You're writing a movie that's you. They're clearly writing a movie that's supposed to be like oh we'd love for this to be an oscar contender we'd love for this to make people really emotional we'd love for this to hit home for a lot of people and it just didn't do that at all uh in addition to that the when they sold the dog that was my one of my least favorite parts 
They sold, they sold mm. the dog for bus fare. And the relationship between Lion and Sky, Lion being Jack O'Connell's character and Sky being the girl that they're trafficking, essentially, uh, they they end up forming a small bond after she drugs him with a Zanny and crashes their car. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's the B story story I alluded to earlier. It was very boring. They ended up having sex in a bathroom in a bar in the middle of Reno. Reno. No, no, no. They were were in, yeah, they were in Carson City. They had sex in the bathroom and then like he lifts up her shirt and you can see her baby bump and she's like, shh, it's okay. Like, it's okay. And you're like, whoa, this chick's chick's pregnant. He's pumping inside her. That's fucking weird. Um, Jack O'Connell was probably the best part of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely. Charlie Hunnam just kind of used his accent that he uses for Jack's. He's fine. He's like a fine actor. Um, could have used a little he more. Did okay. He could have used a little more emotion out of him. Just a weird movie overall. Nobody really needs to go see this. Like we said earlier. Uh, and you really, and not even like last week on the rocks. I could, I could have sat there and picked it apart for hours. There's really not even a lot to, to, to pick apart on this one. Uh, it was very scattered. Uh, the story was not very great. The acting was okay. The writing was bad. That's that's what I if got. You, uh... Yeah, no, there was nothing to commend about this movie yeah. except for like the the fight scenes were pretty good actually. If you what? Um, but if you want to compare on the rocks, who which was directed by Sofia Coppola, and like the movie itself was about a girl and her dad, Bill Murray. And, like, you kind of see, like, okay, like, that's sort of Sofia Coppola. Like, she grew up with Francis as her dad. Like, eh, sure, we can sort of see it. But, like, Max Winkler grew up with Henry Winkler as a dad. And it just wasn't believable that him and his friends wrote this movie about these really poor, poor kids who had to, like, fight their way to, like, sort of make a living. Like, they sew, like, tea towels for money. And it just, like, wasn't believable. And you could tell that, like, they should have started with a movie that was a little more in touch with what they know instead of trying to make themselves poor people from Fall River. That's such a good point. Yeah, 100%. And, like, it was just like, oh, so what do you know about any of this? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, even the even the landscape. Like, they, they showed only a couple things in Fall River, so I don't know why there was so much talk about it being set in Fall River on the... On the interwebs. Every article mentioned it was set in fucking Fall River. Because we're proud people. And the act, once again, the accent. There was like one guy with an accent. So, kind of ridiculous. Um, On that note, Brianna, did you watch anything else this week possibly more enjoyable than this movie? Um, I could have watched Paint Dry and it would have been more enjoyable, but... (laughs) Um, I, I actually watched another bad movie. <laughs> What'd you watch? Um, I did watch Deadpool because it's now streaming on Hulu and don't talk to me about how I'm not stealing movies from the internet, but Deadpool is streamable on Hulu. I love Deadpool. Um, I feel like I've either complained to you privately about it or I've complained on this pod before, but I wanted Deadpool to be streamable and someone must have heard me and now it is. Yay! Yay! Deadpool one so and two, or just that. one? Uh, I think it's just one. Okay. So you watch? I don't want to like you know. So you watch I'm that? Too excited. 
I watched that, which was a good movie. The bad movie I watched was Johnny Mnemonic with uh, Keanu Reeves. What the fuck is that? Uh, It's an old, it's like a 90s movie with Keanu Reeves, pre-Matrix, I think. I'm pretty confident. I don't know. Okay. So it's set in the future because we just love setting things in the future. Mm -hmm. And it's about this guy named Johnny, played by Keanu Reeves, who is a, basically a human zip drive. And he has this implant in his head where people put gigabytes of information in. And then he takes that to wherever it's supposed to be delivered and they download it from him. And that's how they carry information that you want to download onto your computer that sounds like it sucks it did um i don't want to get too yeah (laughs) i don't want to like reveal anything too much about it but it sucked um poor keanu reeves i really like him but uh it was bad and i feel like it's a notoriously bad movie my guy Ice T is in it though, and I only really know Ice T from SVU, and he plays a very colorful character in this movie, so that was nice to see. Okay. There's um a nice side boob you see in it. That was a reward. Eh, not enough. Not yeah. n- not enough for me to watch a a movie about Keanu Reeves from 1990s where he's a human flash drive. So. Uh, but yeah, that, that was what I watched. What did you watch? Did you watch anything? I watched, uh, so me and Brianna watched MXC, which is streamable on Amazon Prime. Most mm-hmm. Extreme Challenge, if anyone... Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Oh yeah, most... Don't most, get eliminated. Sorry. Uh, if, uh, if you don't know what that is, it is a show that came out maybe 15 years ago on Spike TV, where they where comedians dub over an old 80s Chinese... Japanese. Old 80s Japanese game show. Uh, It's pretty good. It was on for like four or five seasons, and I would definitely check it out if I were you. Uh, I also watched a lot of Welcome to Plathville. It's not a movie, but a television show, a reality television show, about a creepy family from Georgia, and they're very Christian and the parents are Is that on TLC? Yeah, it is on TLC. The pa- okay. the parents are terrible. Uh they murdered one of their children. Um Boy. and they only talk about it like once. Yeah, they killed the the woman, the wife killed the baby. She ran over him with a tractor. And they don't really ever talk about what? it. Yep. Fucking yep. And the the father's like TLC is dark. Yeah, the father's like Slenderman. They I call him Slenderberry. He's a fucking weirdo. But I would definitely suggest watching that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I watched. Next week, we are going to be watching on the podcast, Jiu-Jitsu, starring Nicolas Cage. I didn't think we'd actually end up watching it, but I'm kind of excited because it looks fucking terrible. But terrible in a good way. So I hope so. It could be terrible in a bad way where it's just boring like this movie was tonight. But it could also be very exciting and terrible. So that's... I hope we don't go three for three on actual bad movies. Yeah, that would that would suck. <laughs> December can't come soon enough. Hopefully, there's some some things that'll save us. Brianna, do you have anything to say to our lovely, lovely listeners before we take off into the night? Um, not really, but we appreciate you and we thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you, everybody, once again. We really appreciate you listening. Make sure to follow our Twitter, our Instagram, join our Discord. All of that information is in the show notes. Brianna. Goodbye. Goodbye. 
stay safe. Fuck Jungle Land. Bye, Bean. Bye.